When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Business. It's all the things that keep this world turning. And behind every one of these companies is a partner helping to keep it all moving. It's why the local flower shop and your favorite pizza joint, the startup and the stadium, hospitals and hotels, banks and restaurants nationwide, all choose the advanced network, cybersecurity solutions, and round-the-clock trusted partnership from Comcast Business, the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Call or visit ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The hack that's been going around, it's about popping a sour warhead at the first sign of anxiety or a panic attack. And as a doctor, I can tell you, this actually works really well, and I've shared it with a lot of my patients. The act of consuming something intensely sour diverts the attention away from the panic attack. Then engaging the taste buds and focusing on the sensory experience disrupts the anxiety cycle. Interestingly, the sour taste triggers a physical response. That sour face expression that we all make and the muscles contract, well, that helps release tension. Then as you all know, sour warheads are sweet at the end. This creates a pleasurable experience, signaling the brain to release dopamine, and that creates a positive, rewarding association with overcoming the panic attack. So, next time anxiety knocks on your door, don't panic. Pop a sour candy instead. So, what you're saying is we should have warheads in the studio. All the time. What are you trying to say? I like this breakdown though, and then it's sweet at the end, so yeah. everything's good. Pleasurable. Wait, also yeah. side note, new hack that I just found out. Speaking of flavors, hot sauce will keep you from throwing up when you're hungover. What? Yes. Really? Yeah, I had to do that yesterday at brunch, and I just was basically drinking freaking like tapatio, <laughs> and I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. See, this is another thing. There's a list going viral of predictions that people made back in 1924 about what life would be like in 2024. The list is hilarious. I bet they had no idea that there would be people on the radio (laughs) talking about drinking some tapatio to cure your hangover so you don't puke. Yeah. No, that would not have been in the news. I'm disappointed in 19, in 2024, Johnny. Um, Sorry. You know, it's not your fault. It's our society. I think it's dope. I just think that people in 1924 wouldn't think it was so dope. <laughs> They'd be very judgy. You know what else can make you feel good? $1,000 and it's time to pay your bills. Your shot at $1,000 right now. Enter the word cash at hits 1061seattle.com. Ooh. Cash, C A S H, and you could win a thousand bucks. That was pretty smooth. <laughs> well, that was really smooth. It was very smooth. Thank you very much. <laughs> they would also be very disappointed. Be like, I broadcasting was a big deal back then. Did yeah. they? Could they broadcast back in 1924? Did yeah, they have? I think they, they had could, radios. Yeah. It was all yeah. mostly news, and you could buy a house for a thousand dollars. Didn't they do those shows on the radio back then too? That people the plays, to? yeah, yeah. Oh, radio yeah. plays. That's yeah. right. 
So anyway, they, yeah, they'd be they were very serious about their broadcasting yes, back then. They, they would be super disappointed <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> but let's go over the list that's going viral of predictions that people made all the way back in 1924 about what life would be like now. No one would have teeth. What? Yes. That was a prediction? <laughs> yes. Why? A nationally syndicated advice columnist <laughs> thought America's eating habits could drastically change our looks. Quote, we will... We will we have any teeth at all? That's fair. Will there be any color in our face except paint? That's interesting. Will the men what? have any height to speak of? <laughs> <laughs> or will they be all girth? That's the last one. <laughs> what will it be like? Nothing but toothless, girthy men walking around Looking with like paint on their faces. <laughs> Oh, where are the women in this scenario? <laughs> Uninterested in the groupy men. <laughs> yeah. We're going over a list of predictions that people made back in 1924 about what life would be like so now. Hard. <laughs> I like it. It's funny. Along with just being men of short men that are all girthy and no teethy, <laughs> horses would go extinct. Aww. Why? Professor at USC predicted that horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles yeah. would render them useless. Right. <laughs> oh, they're useless. The horses are just going to give up, I tell you. <laughs> I'm sure they were thankful that they weren't used to haul everybody yeah. around. Right. His quote, in another hundred years, you may find horses in zoos, but I'm sure you will not find them anywhere else. <laughs> Wrong. Imagine? Yeah, hopefully he's not still alive. <laughs> because... I'm very upset that he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We're going over a list of predictions that people made all the way back in 1924 about what life would be like 100 years later. Working from home was a prediction. Oh. Nailed it. Someone got that right. Mm -hmm. In a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the internet. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said, he, he said we'd be doing most things remotely and it would be great, it'd be great if you hate cities. The quote on that was, what a help to the man who objects a large city. <laughs> objects a large city. <laughs> I love the way they spoke back then, too. Yeah. I also love that there is no speak of women in this whatsoever because a <laughs> hundred years ago, they didn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just gets a little infuriating. You're for, for real, though. You're 100% correct. I know. <laughs> um, he says, why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort. Or hers. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. A hundred years from now, women will still not be working. Yeah. <laughs> Who would trust a woman on the internet? <laughs> Going over a list of predictions that people made all the way back in 1924 about what life would be like now. 75 would seem young was another prediction. A British politician politician predicted the life expectancy would be at least 100 years old and we'd still feel fairly young at 75. Aww. I think that's true-ish. It is. So a little bit wrong on the life expectancy, but I don't look at somebody 75 and think they're old anymore. No. No, I don't yeah. either. My dad's about to turn 70 and yeah. he's still just like, right. I don't know, partying. It's great. <laughs> yeah. The Golden Bachelor. Ooh. Right. That dude looks, he's 70 you know, too, Yeah, isn't exactly. He? he is. What? He's like 70. Really? Yeah. Wow. Somebody Damn. predicted world peace 
100 years ago. Wrong. <laughs> 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 Movie mogul, and the names were cool back then, too. Movie mogul D.W. Griffith. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did they have just initials for first names back it. then? I love it, too. I'm about to be so rude. It's a white guy that doesn't like women. <laughs> D.W. Griffith. D.W. He predicted moving pictures would help end all wars because they're a universal language. Said they could help us all understand each other better. He said by 2024, movies would have played a huge part in, quote, eliminating from the face of all the civilized world all armed conflict. Well, that is an interesting point, though. It does help us understand each other a little bit better, depending on what you're watching. Yeah. But, yeah, right. I think there's something to that. And then on the opposite side of that, another prediction that was made all the way back in 1924 about what life would be like now, constant war everywhere. Huh. Oh. <laughs> well, everybody was wrong. <laughs> the president of the American Chemical Society... Wow. And that was his take. He thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. That was an ad because he worked for a chemical company. <laughs> it wasn't a prediction. <laughs> he was hoping that their company would cool. be able to provide right? more. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of true. Yeah. yeah. Here you go, Nina. This is a prediction that somebody made back in 1924 about what life would be like 100 years from now. Okay. Women would be in charge. Okay. Oh, there you go. go. <laughs> Wrong, but very foresight. great. <laughs> <laughs> it says women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. In a letter to the New York Daily News, a guy said, women will occupy the highest positions and men will just do physical labor or stay home. Man meat. <laughs> Let's give it a try. Wait on the babies and mind the pets. Dude, I'd be down to wait on the babies and mind the pets. No, no. no problem. Fun. That sounds fun. Sounds fun. <laughs> That's funny. Your phone prank happens every single hour on the 20s. It's almost time for your phone prank. And also remember, we're paying your bills on the 10s. Your shot at $1,000 coming up at 810 now. That's the next one. Ooh. Right. Be empowered. <laughs> we also have a trip to the Caribbean coming up. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. When is that, Brad? That's going to be at 810 as well, right before we go Sorry. to you versus Victoria. What uh, else? We'll have a, a four-day, a four three-night trip to the Caribbean. Together. This is my favorite part of the show wow. sometimes when we're just killing time. Yeah. Until the phone break. 15 seconds. What else, Brad? Oh, that's fun. Oh, I'm going to be performing. Well, this isn't Brad, but yeah. I'm going to be performing at <laughs> Laughs Comedy Club in Seattle this weekend. Oh, are you ready? Friday and Saturday. Are you prepared? Yeah. I think so. Yep. Also, there's supposed to be a snowstorm on Thursday, so <laughs> get your tickets <laughs> and then ditch your car and stay home because this is supposed to be a blizzard. Laughscomedyclub.com. All right, now it's time for your phone break, and then right after that, it's What's Turning with Nina. It's the Jubal Show. Got room for one more if you still want to go to Aspen. <laughs> Where did you find that? Some kid back in town traded the van for it straight up. I can get 70 <laughs> miles to the gallon on this hog. So dumb. You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's time for America's favorite trivia game, You versus Victoria. Real quick, though. At 810, it's your shot at the Jubal Show's trip to the Caribbean, a four-day Three-night vacation for two to any Sandals resort with locations in Curacao, Jamaica, and the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare. So make sure you're listening at 810 all the time. Yes. You want that. Go to thejubalshow.com slash sandals right now and enter this keyword. Sun. S-U-N. Sun. 
Enter that at thejubileshow.com <laughs> slash sandals, and you could be on your way to Jamaica. Ooh. Not today, though. It'll take right. a while, It'll but enter the keyword, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good luck. And now it's time for America's Favorite Trivia Game, you versus Victoria, your chance to take on our own Victoria Ramirez to see who wears the slap bracelet of trivia for a whole week Ooh. and get some Nicki Minaj tickets as well. Let's meet today's contestant, Trish. What's up, Trish? How are you? Great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for asking. What's going on today? Uh, not much. I'm on my way to work. Boring. But, um, <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, are you ready to take on Victoria? Heck yeah. All right. Let's do it. We're sending Victoria out of the studio. Here we go. The game is played like this. 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and Victoria has to beat you outright to win. All right, Trish. You want to count us down? I'm ready. Oh, you are ready. Okay. Your time starts I'm ready. now. What talent show did Justin Bieber famously almost audition for? Star Search. Originally, Amazon only sold what kind of product? Could you repeat that? I missed part of the question. Originally, Amazon only sold what kind of product? Books. What movie won Best Drama Motion Picture at the 2024 Golden Globes? I didn't get a chance. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll bring Victoria back into the studio. Trish, what is something that you would like the world to know about you other than you're going to work and it's boring? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually smarter than that, but for some reason, do as well as I expected today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot harder when you're actually on the okay. phone. Right. It is okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're yeah. driving, the, you know, it's noisy. It's all good. Well, I had I had to have the question repeated. That didn't help. But right. um, that's okay. It is okay. Yeah, we'll see how, we, how Victoria does. It's a good attitude. You never know. Victoria's back in studio with her headphones on. You never know what can happen with Victoria. She could get like 10 in a row, or she could just start talking about something completely random and not answering any questions. Yeah, sure. she, she does that often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. That's so good. <laughs> Are you ready, Victoria? I don't know. <laughs> 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass. And you have to beat Trish outright to win. All right, Victoria. Your okay. time. Now. We're starting. What talent show did Justin Bieber famously almost audition for? America's Got Talent. Originally, Amazon only sold what kind of product? Uh, books. What movie won Best Drama Motion Picture at the 2024 Golden Globes? Oh, oh, ah, um, Oppenheimer. What is Olivia Rodrigo's favorite color? Uh, red. Who painted Starry Night? Uh, Vince Van Gogh. Within 10 years, what year was the first football game played? 2000. No, I want another question. (laughs) What? <laughs> I didn't know it, so I guess. All right, Can I get more up. questions too? Because I really suck. <laughs> <laughs> Trish, stop being so hard yeah, on yourself. Trish, it's fine. It's okay. Dang it. It's just Let's, a game. You don't know. Maybe you could have won. We'll find out. We'll send to the scoreboard, producer Brad. I'm not confident. Victoria in got two correct. Okay. Uh, well, April. out of five. <clears throat> uh, and Trish got one correct. Wow. wow. Gets the slap race. Congratulations, yeah. Victoria. You won. You get the slap bracelet of trivia for a week. And Trish, we're still going to give you the Nicki Minaj tickets. Yes. Okay, Trish. Oh, thank you. By the way, if anybody hasn't paid attention that listens to the game, 
you always win something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I do know. I think that's great. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's send it over to Nina to get the answers. Justin Bieber, I guess, almost auditioned for American Idol. I meant to say that. Dang it. Uh, Amazon originally sold books. Hmm. Barbie won Best Drama Motion Picture at the Golden Globes. Freak, I knew that. Purple is Olivia Rodrigo's favorite color. Vincent Van Gogh did paint Starry Night. And then within 10 years, the first football game ever played was in 1869. I was close. Very close. Very far away. (laughs) My birthday, sorry. (laughs) 200 years off. Wow. Trish, thank you for playing. Do you know who played in the first football game? Thank you very much. Victoria? Uh, The Cowboys? Princeton and Rutgers. Hmm, was, was it? Close. Yep. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like I knew. Do you have any idea who played in the first Dude, football game, Victoria? Dummy. Of course Jeez. I know. <laughs> you would. Remember, we play you versus Victoria this same time every single weekday morning, and this same time every single weekday morning. It's your chance to win a shot uh, to, or to win a trip to Jamaica Ooh. at 810 every day. So make sure you're listening for that keyword. A hack that's been going around, it's about popping a sour warhead at the first sign of anxiety or a panic attack. And as a doctor, I can tell you, this actually works really well, and I've shared it with a lot of my patients. The act of consuming something intensely sour diverts the attention away from the panic attack. Then engaging the taste buds and focusing on the sensory experience disrupts the anxiety cycle. Interestingly, the sour taste triggers a physical response. That sour face expression that we all make and the muscles (laughs) contract, well, that helps release tension. Then as you all know, sour warheads are sweet at the end. This creates a pleasurable experience, signaling the brain to release dopamine, and that creates a positive, rewarding association with overcoming the panic attack. So, next time anxiety knocks on your door, don't panic. Pop a sour candy instead. (laughs) Sounds like an ad. Good to know. (laughs) The Jubal Show. That's a video that's going viral from a doctor telling you to eat some sour candy if you're having a panic attack. Ooh. I mean, I'll try it. I would definitely try it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a list going viral of ways you can improve your vocabulary. That guy had good vocabulary. He did, yeah. <laughs> so many words. He sounded very smart. <laughs> you just use those and you just believe anything he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's over 170,000 published words in the Oxford Dictionary. Holy cow. Wow. But the average English-speaking adult only uses 20,000 to 35,000 of them. I well. believe that. <laughs> Damn. Feels low. Pop off, Vic. How many times did she say that? Yeah, she has like nine. Sorry, you're just the easiest one. (laughs) So this is going viral of ways that you can improve your vocabulary and sound smarter. Let's go over the list so we can all get more smart sounding. Oh. More smarter sounding? Uh, I think it's smart. I think because smart is a single syllable word, I think you, you can do smarter. But if it's Smart. a double syllable word, you would do more. Okay. Well, well, anyway, we get, we'll teach <laughs> you how to do good smart. at speaking <laughs> right now. Uh, on the list of ways you can improve your, vo- your vocabulary, stop being a hermit and get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little judgy, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Get out of the house. Uh, it says go to museums or other new places. It'll expose you to new words. How? <laughs> museums are like paintings and art. Yeah, but they have explanations and they people are there read, talking. Yeah. Oh. Like what if <laughs> what if some cute guy comes up to you and is like, What do you think about this painting? What type of emotion does it evoke? 
I don't know. I'd freeze. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I only know three words for emotion. <laughs> so happy, sad, angry. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> We're going over a list that's going viral of ways that you can improve your vocabulary to sound smarter and impress your friends. Read magazine articles. Ooh. Don't just look at the pictures. That's what I said. Oh. Actually read them. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that, but yeah. now that you mention it, yeah. Look, yeah. Just looking at the pictures isn't going to increase the vocabulary. When's the last time you read a article all the way through um or a blog all the way through i, I don't know because even in here i gotta be honest i skim them guys yeah. it's literally our job right? yeah, it's yeah, our but, job to read a whole article i know and well, we don't do it no listen i've mastered the art of skimming when i was in college and it worked just fine yeah and it still works yeah. so that's why i mean and that's why everybody on facebook feels like they know everything about politics absolutely they read yeah. they skim a headline they skim a headline, not even the whole article. And then they go, I know it all, and I'm going to argue with everybody about it. <laughs> Person A is bad. That's what I know. Yeah. Uh, we're going over a list that's going viral of ways that you can improve your vocabulary and sound smarter. Become an expert on a topic that you enjoy. Ooh. Oh, I like that one. I like that too, actually. Yeah. You'll learn new words that you can use when talking to people about your interests. I just never realized that as you explore your interests... That it can actually like help you in those other ways. You know what I mean? Like you're just researching it or reading it because you like it, not because you're like, I'm gonna sound so smart right now. <laughs> right. There are some people that I do think do that. That's their that is their passion is sounding smart. Yeah, you don't have to call me out. <laughs> like that. I was gonna keep quiet. I'm so glad you said that. I wasn't, but <laughs> to be to be fair, over the holidays I was doing some research just like this. I'm trying to become an expert in aviation because it's something I love, right? He's and a so, pilot. Yeah, because I'm a pilot and um, better than you. And so when I was uh, I was doing some research about how people learn because I want to become an aviation instructor, uh -huh. I literally texted Jubal. I was like, this knowledge I'm gaining over this is going to help me so much with Victoria. What? Like I can really like teach her things like, and so she'll actually learn them. I was like so excited about it. We had a whole text conversation about how uh, my psychology education is helping me. <laughs> I like how rather than just looking up things about planes and aviation and getting mastered in that, you look up ways to teach others how to learn. Is it teaching or is it manipulating? Yeah, no, no. It's it's. I'm trying to become an aviation instructor. Oh, and so, but all part. the things I was learning about becoming an instructor, I was like, oh my gosh, Victoria, I'm going to be so much better with her. <laughs> What you learn? Is he, get, is he getting better with you? Uh, it's a good start. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another tip for getting your vocabulary much, much gooder is read on a tablet. If you read on a tablet, if you come across a word that you don't know, there's usually a feature where you can highlight it Ooh. and look it up. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Do you ever watch shows, though, too, and just feel like, oh, I got to pause this really quick and look up a word? No. What? Okay. This well, is a different language. Well, like, if you're watching stuff from, like, the old times, you know, if they use words that we don't necessarily use as regularly. What shows are you watching from the old times? I just love all of those, like, King Arthur stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Bridgerton? Love Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting into that. It's good, right? Yeah. Just coming here speaking in old English. Dude, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I'm the only dude I know that was so into Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. I, like, I watched it three times. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. So good. I couldn't get into it, but I really feel like I want to. Is that a movie or a show? Both. Oh. A lifestyle, Victoria. <laughs> um, another way to make your vocabulary better and sound smarter, read to your children or nieces or nephews. I've never. It's really great. You, and you do sound smarter because the words are easy. 
Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the words are super easy. Super and they're, confident. And they're young and they don't know better. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty fun, though. It's like acting. You get to take on a whole new character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the cat and hat. <laughs> <laughs> Going over a list of ways that you can make your vocabulary better and sound smarter. Listen to the radio. Ooh. Oops. Not this one. <laughs> not, not this. I don't know if your vocabulary is going to get much better listening to us. Mm. I don't know who that must be talking about NPR. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. I was going to be like, yay, that's us, guys. <laughs> I don't no. know about that part. No. Okay. You do get You learn words point. like pop off. <laughs> but you get life lessons. You do get life lessons. You do lessons. get life lessons. You may not speak better, but you will live better. <laughs> See? <laughs> that could be a slogan. That could be. The Jubal Show. You might not speak better, but you'll live better. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. And they say the number one way to improve your vocabulary is to watch movies, especially adaptations of your favorite book. Yes. Oh, okay. Freaking love movies. So all those hours spent watching Pride and Prejudice can be used <laughs> to make people make you make you think that you're they're smarter. Yeah, what's her name? I love those movies too. Oh shit. Jane Austen. Thank you, Jane what? Austen. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of movies, yo. I mean, those are good movies, but yeah, I'm into it. Huh. I love what's a the, good romance. Do you know remember the last time you watched a movie and learned a new word? Mm, Nina? No. I don't remember. The last movie I watched though was Tetris on Apple TV, like the how Tetris became a thing. That's interesting. There may have been words there, but I don't recall. Yeah. <laughs> there are probably like tech words because it's all about computer stuff and that woof goes right over my head. Oof. Victoria, what's a word, new word that you've learned recently? I don't know. I was going to say Tetris, but I knew what Tetris was. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce and Brad, have you learned any new words? I did. Primacy. Ooh, what's that mean? What's that? It's the first way you learn something is the way you'll forever remember it. It's really hard to shake it. Oof, that's rough. Yeah, primacy. primacy. So uh, how do you use that in a sentence? So um, Victoria's primacy kicked in when she did the thing wrong because she did it wrong the first time. And she will always do the thing wrong. Why you gotta go that way? Why you gotta be negative? Does that mean you can't unlearn? It's just very, 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 very hard psychologically to unlearn a thing if you've already learned it a certain way. Ooh. That's that cool. makes sense. Borderline though. impossible. Okay. Well, let's not say impossible. Of that primacy. Yeah. <laughs> How's your primacy? <laughs> not bad today, actually. <laughs> Jubal, what word have you learned, though? Yeah, good question. Word have I learned? He's going to come up with some like primacy. <laughs> primacy. <laughs> That's it. I just learned primacy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business. Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.